You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BBE on the TV set. When I'm in control on your road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, whatever podcast app you use. And of course, twitch.tv slash upnextpodcast. Hello, Twitch room. And hello, youtube.com slash upnext. Yes. Hello, folks. Hello, hello, friends. Yes, it is Braden and Davey. We are your upnext friends. Oh, no, we're your NXT friends. Friends. Yeah, we're, we're the only people that watch NXT and talk about it uh, every week. And we'll never stop doing that. And we're here to talk about some NXT 2.0. And boy, it was an episode. What an episode. Tape show. Tape show. Which meant... I don't read ahead. Which meant we got to see two dimes. Two more times. Two more dimes until we have zero dimes. Zero dimes, yeah. Yeah, pour one out. Pour one out. It's not a goodbye. It's just a goodbye for right now. For right now. Policies. Policies. Yeah, what does that mean? Not much has come out, has it? So, uh, yeah, right off the bat. Huge breaking NXT news this week. Uh, Troy Two Dimes Donovan... Uh, got released um, zero dimes, and but he put out a statement, kind of like saying, "Like this sucks, but I'll hopefully be back." It was what? Thank you to everyone who's reached out. Mistakes happen, and lessons are learned. Hmm. A bump in the road doesn't define me, though. I'll be back. The little was that a wolf emoji? Cowboy hat emoji? No. Oh, uh, okay. Huh. Yeah. So yeah, pour yeah. one out. We barely knew you. We barely knew you. <laughs> <laughs> two dimes. You were here for a, two dimes. Damn. Yeah, uh, but they taped NXT for mm. tonight and next week, so we do still see two dimes on television. So, And he gets a promotion next. The way they write him yeah, off he, tonight, actually, they pretty much tell him he's going to go for dinner. I don't know if you've seen the movie Goodfellas, but mm. that's what's going to happen to him. <laughs> I hope they do write him off like that. Yeah, he walks in like Joe Pesci with, with the crews and yeah. 
wild behind him. Like, sorry, bud. Cruising tangos. <laughs> <laughs> Closed casket for yeah. uh, two dimes. Jeez, pour one out. Uh, yes, welcome to Up Next. We uh, watch NXT every week, and then we talk about it here on the show. If you listen to us via podcast, hit that subscribe. Write a nice little review for us. If you're watching on Twitch or YouTube, hit that subscribe slash follow. We still have not gotten to 1,000. We thought, guys, why, are, why aren't you hitting that sub on YouTube? We ask so little of you. Yeah, about 10 people did it. Um, that's that's. Bullshit. Disgraceful. That's fucking bullshit. You don't like us right? anymore? What's going what on? Happened? Yeah. We, we, just because NXT is in the mud doesn't mean we're in the mud, right? Yeah. Come on. Go we're hit that subscribe. Mud. Help us get out the mud with yeah. a thousand subscribers on YouTube. It's not a hard task. Go do it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow night chatting all about Dynamite. And, I mean, the talk of wrestling right now is what seems to be the talk every few, few years in the cycle of Jeff Hardy. DUI. Yeah. Um, really, really disappointing. Yeah. Um, look, it's obviously alcoholism is like a disease, addiction, like it's awful. Um, but like, why the fuck are you driving, Jeff? Like, it sucks. He's like off the wagon, but like, come on. Like, don't drive. Yeah. Jeff Hardy. It, like, I can afford an Uber it's what, to it, go somewhere if I'm drinking. Like, get a driver. You can. It's bad. Yeah, it's it's very odd. Uh, as as fans of this guy for years, you know, I've talked on this show. I've been so supportive of his like AEW. I'm like, yeah, I can't wait. As a fan, it's exciting. And to see this again, it's like again, you're like g- doing this and kind of like it's heartbreaking for some of the fans who've been following him and kind of given up on him. And then we all love a comeback story, but then mm-hmm. he does it again and again. It's it's happened. The Sting match in TNA, like it's happened. And yeah, as as someone who just been watching this guy for years, you're just like, man. It's not even to the, the, the fact that you're, you know, drinking mm. or, you know, partying or whatever. This guy is going out there week by week, like, almost looking like he is trying to hurt himself at this point. And alcohol well, I mean, or that, drugs. That's going to drive you back to it, isn't it? Of like, course. Say what you will about his WWE run. He was kind of, didn't do a lot of crazy shit yeah. in that latest run. And where it was He threw now, piss on Sheamus, though. That was Yeah, but like now he's been back, what? Like two two months in AEW, and it's every week he's jumping off shit. He's taking back bumps on steel steps and so like crazy things yeah, like that. But, it's gonna drive you back, no? But still, it's the it's the actual you're you're driving. Like, sorry, you you've already said it. Like, you know, you get an Uber, you get a Lyft. You there's so many different ways. You have your boys. Yeah. Who who are you with that let you go do that? Like, you know, we have friends. We have nights out, and some of the boys are like, oh, I'm fine to drive. No, actually, we have a couch. You're, you're staying here. Yeah. Sleep for five hours and then drive home. Like, what, what's going on? And the video to, like, come out on TMZ, it's such a bad look. And, yeah, we all have a comeback story. We definitely need this guy. They've put out the statement with TK mm. finally saying, like, yeah, he's suspended without pay. He's going to be hopefully taking the, the proper – yeah, just don't be driving. This happened with Kurt Angle in TNA forever. It's like, wait a second. This is at a – take place like just have a driver you almost feel there's that thing with jeff where as soon as something's getting good yeah you know like this happens like yeah. it's it's happened before when what he left wwe the first time at kind of the peak of his career and then it's always these big opportunities so str- again yeah it's some- crazy like this awesome aw like thing with the, the triple threat ladder match like yeah iconic kind of calling back to their like, golden age you know and this happens it's you feel it's almost reactionary 
to it. It's sad. And as someone, you know, a lot of people can understand, like following this person for so long, these, these are characters on TV, but then they're actually real people. And that's definitely where wrestling like blurs those lines. And of course, wrestling and wrestlers have such bad track history. I mean, it's, it's, it's like not uncommon in this industry, but it's just so, so strange. Like I, I do you you're still driving and, and doing this when it's not that hard? Even if you're, you're you know maybe you're driving from town to town, why aren't you like buddied up with people who yeah. t- you know, take your turns and stuff? Just no excuse, honestly, for this kind of behavior. We just had Sunny recently. What didn't she killed a guy? Killed someone doing yeah. this? So like, yeah, it's no joke. So like I, when it comes to like drink driving and stuff, I I had a friend who um, like wasn't drinking, yeah. but someone jumped in front of her car. Ridiculous. You know, like, even if you feel you are the most confident person in your abilities at that point, I've only had a few or whatever, you also don't know what's going on around you. You know, like, other shit can happen and you're fucked. Like, if my friend had been, had a couple of drinks that day, this guy decided to jump in front of her car, she'd be responsible for that. It's ridiculous. And it's like, yeah. No, it's, 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 it's sad. Obviously, it's like, hey, we hope that he can. Uh, I think beat this again, but right now he needs to focus like, on himself, I, not yeah, wrestle right now. I, he wrestling can't even be thought about no. now. Like, yeah. And even if he does go to rehab for what six months, like it's you feel this guy needs a break, like a proper he does break one hundred percent. But yeah, I mean that's the big news in wrestling right now, and it just feels like we've every few years it's this this yeah. story. But uh, yeah, I hope this hope this guy can find his thing because it was on a nice run here with Matt Hardy and everything and. Matt's put out some tweets about it, and of course, you know, he's upset, but just, yeah. Oh, what had Matt said? He just was like, yeah, I heard this news, and he, he obviously wasn't with Jeff, and, you know, it's it's not on it's not on Matt Hardy. It's on Jeff Hardy for getting behind the wheel 100%, uh, yeah. and he's done it before, so it's it's not it's not cool. And, and Jeff Hardy is one of the ones, like, yeah, put your dukes up, you know? Like, I hope he, hope he can find the, the help, and he, when he comes back, we ho- I hope we get that comeback story, but... Uh, really just like, again, you go, oh man, this, this wrestling thing, dark side, yeah. of, dark side of the ring, uh, WWE kind of stopped that process. And now it looks like vice is going to be making more heartfelt wrestling documentaries, but Jeff mm-hmm. Hardy, you know, we were all hoping we don't get that dark side of the ring. Yeah. Jeff Hardy episode. Well, I hope he finds, uh, some, some peace there. Me I too. Hope, yeah. Honestly. Uh, so we can get that ladder match in a year, two years. You know, let's let's not think about the ladder match. <laughs> well, they've announced that it's just the two on two bucks yeah. versus them. So we'll check. Which chat. will be great. Yeah, which will be awesome. We'll and also announced Dax Harwood versus Will Osprey. There you go. Which is crazy. Yeah, uh, every week we cover NXT on this show, but we do BD Elite as well on this feed, chatting all about Dynamite. So we'll be doing that tomorrow. It'll be out on this feed, on this free feed. Shot in the dark, John Cena, talking all about all the other wrestling that goes on that you may or may not know, like Impact. And NXT UK and everything else. He covers it in 15 minutes or less and fills you in so you can know everything that's going on. But then, if you want to listen to more of us, patreon.com slash up next is where you can go because we have a huge month. We just did a review of WrestleMania 2000. Yeah. Talking all about Chester McChester, Cheesington Chester guy. Cheesy McCheeseton. Yeah. Yeah. We, we chat all about the Hardcore Battle Royal, your second favorite, favorite match of yeah. all time. Second favorite. It yeah. holds up. Or does it? Uh, we talk- I don't think I can watch it and chill, though. Not quite like Andrade no. V. Almas, no, 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 true. Yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't go, go over as well. Uh, we chatted with world champ patron B. 
Detroit, where he picked that. Uh, he joined us later on in the show to chat all about that and mm-hmm. uh, Attitude Era moments and faves and stuff like that. Then we also did a 40th anniversary review of John Carpenter's The Thing, which was a ton of fun. So uh, go check that out if you're into the horror stuff and Russell uh, – Wait, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. I was going to say Kurt Russell Crow. Kurt Russell Crow. <laughs> no, just Kurt Russell. Uh, and then we have a crazy week this week. Well, yeah. Like, we uh, we put together the schedule. Uh, we kind of sent it to each other, sent it to some friends to look over, check there's any mistakes. And then setting up for this week's shows. We were like, hey, what are we doing? Hang on. We're missing a week on our schedule. You missed a complete week. We, and no one spotted it. So we've gone back to some of our world champions to find out what they wanted us to review. And, well, we've got a certain 20th anniversary of TNA wrestling yes. coming up with Slammiversary this weekend. So we're going to be talking about... Uh, My favorite TNA pay-per-view ever because it was the only TNA show I ever went to You live. went to. And Andrew McDonald from, what, Cape Breton? His favorite wrestling show, TNA Destination X 2007, <laughs> featuring such matches as... Samoa Joe versus Christian Cage wow. in the main event. Uh, that sounds good. What else is there? There's a, oh the Elevation X match, AJ Styles and Rhino. It's basically a scaffolding match. Mm-hmm. Most people try to either remember or forget the Last Rights match, Sting and Abyss. Can't wait to chat all about this. Uh, this is I went to Florida for a vacation. I was probably 15 or 16 around the time, and just so happened that there was this pay-per-view happening in Florida while I was there. So I remember begging my dad, like, please, it's free. Let's go. I'm going to talk all about that while we chat all about that show this week. Is it Kurt Angle, Scott Steiner? Kurt Angle, Scott wow. Steiner. I've not seen this show. The like, heartthrobs are on the wild. show. You don't even know who they are. Exactly. Right. It's going to be crazy talking all about t- TNA Destination X. Yeah, it's the only show I was at, and we've, I've, ch- I've joked about it on the show before, and clearly our world champ patron, Andrew, heard that and, and thought, why not? Chat all I know that. there are TNA fans out there. You so. TNA fans. Yeah, love your feedback on that one. And uh, just today we recorded a show that's going to be released very soon uh, with world champion Corey Landega, who picked for us Uncharted. Yeah. Uh, just came out this year, starring Tom Holland, Mark Wahlberg, Antonio Banderas. Zorro. Yeah. Uh, we uh, recorded this earlier. I, I had a lot of fun talking about this uh, video game movie adaptation. And I'm sure a bunch of you listening have played the games or seen the film. So check that one out. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It's like Indiana Jones, James Bond, kind of younger vibes. And I don't know, just a lot of fun action sequences. It was a lot of fun. I don't know much about the games, but watching the movie today, doing the review, uh, I had a blast. So that's coming out on the Patreon as well. Five bucks, you get access to all these shows, all the retro NXT reviews, all the movie reviews, best match ever, everything in the back catalog. It's only five bucks to access. That's pennies per podcast. Go check us out. You won't, you won't regret it. You, you will not. No. It's only five bucks. Do it. Go support us and uh, listen to all these podcasts at your fingertips. Uh, yeah, I was trying to think of what other things we have. NXT, of course, that's happening. We got Road Rager. We're on the road to blood and guts because that's something we got mm-hmm. to look forward to. We're also going to be going to uh, Demand Lucha. Oh yeah, can't wait for that. Uh, what is it? Ninja Mac, Gringo Loco, and Speedball. Yes, in a match uh, that's in Toronto. So that's go look it, for in that. A couple of weeks. Yeah, Demand Lucha on Thursday the twenty sixth um, or twenty. I'm forgetting. I'm forgetting things now because mm. there's the Forbidden Door that looks like a forbidden mess. Uh, we'll talk about that on BD Elite, mm. I think. Uh, but what about the big thing happening 
you know I don't watch a lot of Raw, but I, I heard this crazy news, and I, I think they got me hooked. I'm going to have to tune into Raw. They're teasing Elias. Elias is back. <laughs> Return Man. of Elias. So is it going to be Ms. Dow, Damian Sandow, coming out with the beard? Wait, what? Like, how are they going to do oh, this? How is he? I mean, Elias could have shaved. D- yeah, but then it's, it's <laughs> no. I think he comes out with a beard. He's got a fake beard on. Yeah, I don't know how he's going to do this. I think you could do a Elias fake beard pretty well. You could put a fake beard on. Yeah, him. and just his old attire and everything. I'm just thinking we're all being bamboozled, and this is like a prestige. I just, I, yeah, I'm <laughs> this with is you. like some. I'm with you. If there were two, <laughs> if there's two of them, yeah, it'd be crazy. It's too bad it wasn't the pandemic era where you could just film these things and yeah. then show the yeah holograms. But, Holograms I mean, is they've a got thing? the hologram of Roman every week, haven't they? So, yeah, I think so. Well, not every week anymore. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Damn, I'm excited. Uh, <laughs> I'm excited to see the return of yeah. Elias, to see what they do. Greatest yeah. storyline going in the film. I am enjoying it. It's ridiculous. But yeah. uh, I think, uh, like, them and... <laughs> sorry, them. As if it's like Elias <laughs> and Ezekiel. <laughs> What do you mean? Yeah, the brothers and Kevin are. Owens are like really pulling this one off. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, well, that's that's really all that I can think of. Yeah, we'll chat all about the Dynamite stuff tomorrow, but let's let's talk about NXT. Well, I'm about to uh, try some Pinot Grigio out of a carton for this one because, oh boy, I think I need it. Honestly, uh, t- yeah, uh, today was uh, this is not a good episode of NXT. <laughs> I'm normally the I'm normally the high man on on NXT 2.0. Yeah, I, I, give, I wasn't high enough. I give it the benefit of the doubt, but oh boy, let's get into it. NXT June 14th, 2022, from the Capital Wrestling Center, and we're opening right away. Uh, Creed Brothers versus Idris Anofi and Malik Blade for the NXT Tag Team Championships. Uh, no entrances. We're getting right to the action. We see uh, the rest of Diamond Mine, Roderick Strong, Ivy Nile, and Damon Kemp backstage watching the match. Enofi has a nice-looking submission applied to Julius, but Julius manages to power out, drags him to his corner to tag in Brutus. They do their gut-rent suplex to Brutus on top of Enofi uh, spot, which always looks good. Uh, Brutus then has this front chancery applied for quite a long time. Uh, until Anofi manages to counter it with a uh, nice-looking northern like suplex. The Creeds then deliver their kind of to-and-fro knees to the gut of uh, Malik. And then Julius, with a like just this like forward roll somersault, taking out the legs of Idris and Malik, looked, looked a little weird. Um, there's then a nice big drop kick from Anofi. Anofi catches Brutus with a knee to the jaw, and they replayed this. He kind of clocked looked him like there. Looked like he hit him, yeah. Um, this allows Anofi and Blade to double team. Anofi then climbs to the top and hits this elbow drop. It looked a little odd. He kind of like... Missed him? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, Julius then comes in with all his crazy suplexes. Uh, Blade goes for a top rope crossbody, but Julius catches him. And it looks like he's going to like do the roll through and then hoik him onto his shoulders for that uh, like cartwheel Death Valley driver he does. But he kind of drops him. And then sets up and hits that move, uh, followed by the Lariat from Brutus, and the Creeds win and retain. And after the match, the Creeds pick pick up Idris and Malik and and shake their hands, give them a hug, show of respect. I want to shake your hand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love both teams, specifically the Creeds have been my highlight of 2.0 for just weeks now, especially <laughs> since they've they kind of conquered that 
mountain. They they got the titles now. They challenged these up-and-comer kind of enhancement talent team that have been kind of putting on some good matches. But something about this match just didn't really mesh well. I don't right. know if it if someone did get clocked in the match that kind of set it off. You, you but... did see, like, at the end, Julius had, like, a bit of a bloody forehead okay. as well. So Yeah, I, maybe I was expecting just, you know, maybe... I wasn't expecting... a a 20 minute match or a 10 minute match. Even I just was expecting like good, good wrestling. Cause I know both teams can bring it again, especially the creeds, but I just thought it was kind of just this guy does some things. There's a drop kick here. Okay. More of the side slams. It just kind of felt a little it messy. Felt really clunky yeah. to me. Uh, and I think maybe both teams were just having a bit of an off day. Cause, uh, Idris and Malik have shown like that. I mean, they're normally on the losing side, but they've shown, uh, some good flair and some yeah. kind of cool moves and stuff. We love the Creed brothers. Um, but yeah, this there were quite a few slips, a few sort of just breaks in action. Yeah, it, like just didn't, it, hit, it didn't hit like uh, the Creed's it, it, usually do. Yeah, it felt clunky to me. And I, I think Idris and Malik especially looked a little awkward in this one. I feel like there's a way better match. Again, love love these guys. But yeah. something definitely felt a little, a little off. But so, the Creed's uh, just a little missed up. Disappointing. Uh, we see Indy Hartwell, Cora Jade, and Roxanne Perez backstage. And Cora and Ro- Roxanne are just kind of talking about all these things they did as friends. Oh, remember when that happened? And remember, remember when we forgot my gear? Yeah, oh my God, that was so funny. They're and like remember- talking about last year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when they weren't here. And uh, Indy just says, oh, I remember having a friend and like loving someone. And as the wily veteran around here, I'll tell you that this place is crazy. And Cora's like, wily veteran, you're 25, not 45. And she says, well, don't... Uh, and Cora's... Sorry, Roxanne's telling her to not overcompensate and that she's she's feeling like the third wheel of this team when she shouldn't because uh, we all have something in common and that's hating toxic attraction. Yeah, wily, wily veteran, Indy Hartwell. It's kind of true, though. Like, yeah. it feels like she's been there a long time now Poor when you compare to everyone else. So, yeah, she is a veteran of NXT at 25. And she's not right. Like, she's spitting facts here saying this place is crazy. Yeah. Because it is she's seen some shit. Someone here thinks NXT. he's running a university here. Like, yeah. It's, she, was it's in a, she was in a superhero group. Yeah. She was in love with a murderer. Yeah. Uh, her friend got fired. Her friend was with. Duke, I don't know what that storyline was all about, but yeah, she's it's just all over the place. But the wily veteran at twenty five, love it. Indy deserves better, I think, than this. Put her on the main roster and see what happens. Well, I, she's I, great. I think they they trying with like they they're going for that Mandy match, aren't they? So yeah. they're giving her something. But they, this was just to like kind of show this team together before the main. Sure, yeah. Uh, but yeah, whatever. Um, Speaking of mains, so <laughs> did you order a main? A main. Well, yeah. I mean, no one's getting anything at this diner. No. Apollo Crews has picked up where Draco Anthony left off, and he's... His coffee. Drinking some coffee in a diner. Literally probably the same Same diner. Yeah. Um, Not a rainy day, though. And it's it's also kind of in that sort of film noir-esque style that Draco Anthony had. I would not call it that, but yeah. You know what I mean, (laughs) though, right? It's this voiceover as uh, Apollo Crews is sat at this diner looking looking pensive he's going life is a seesaw (laughs) yeah life is a seesaw full of setbacks but time moves forward i've had great moments in wwe as you're seeing all these clips of him on main event and superstars (laughs) the drum match 
But I hear this echo in my soul. Three letters. N-X-T-X-T. <laughs> when I heard my music last week, time stood still. And then, he, this is kind of interrupted, because Apollo sees this guy being really shitty to the server. He's like going, hey, where's my food? It's taking forever. It's where's taking my food? Forever. Where's my dinner? To be fair to this guy, there's about four tables in this diner, and none of them have food yet. Yeah. So... Maybe, maybe. Like, it looks like Apollo's written quite a lot in the time he's been there waiting. So maybe this guy's got a point. Yeah. But Apollo decides to get up, goes over to him, and says, do we have a problem? This guy goes, get out of my face! And then Apollo grabs him and slams his head on the table. Then it flashes back to him, sat, writing his little diary. He's thinking about it. He's thinking about it. He's thinking of murdering this guy. And then it replays, and you see this guy being shitty to the server again. So he gets up, walks over, says, do we have a problem? The guy's like, ah, get out of my face. But this time, it's Apollo kind of heading towards the camera. So, like, I guess fuck this guy up. Imagine you're just at a diner, and you're like, hey, uh, sorry, like, it's been, like, 30 minutes. Uh, Hey, sorry. Okay, it's been an hour. Excuse me, like, where's my food? Hey, do we have a problem? (laughs) Uh... Yeah, yeah I'm, not, out of I'm hungry. What the fuck was this? This is bizarre. <laughs> Look, we've seen some shit on NXT, but like, fuck, wow. This was pardon my terrible. French, but this was bad. I thought I was really high on Apollo's debut last week. Wow. I thought he got a great reaction from this crowd. Holy. I thought he looked great, uh, sounded one of his best promos he's done, and I was kind of optimistic. I'm like, okay, this could this guy could do with that NXT run. And it's true. Like, some of the stuff here he's saying is, yeah, he moved up too soon. Oh, my God. But this was so cheesy. Like, why is he... Like, what? I didn't get the setting. Like, is he... Arnold's Diner? Is he mad? Like, is he... What's he doing? What's he doing? And he's just getting mad at other people. Like, like, yeah, the guy isn't being mad to your server. And guys, you know, be respectful to your servers. If it's 30 minutes and it's not out, you know. I did work with a guy once who said... uh, like, I used to get, like, drunk, would go into a McDonald's and wait for, like, someone to be shitty to the server and then be like, what the fuck, man? And, like, stand up for the server and at McDonald's and be like, this kid's just doing his job. Like, fuck off and get yeah. in their face until he got his jaw broken. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So I think it's Apollo. He's like, he just wants to fight. He's like taxi driver. He's just going out trying to find Trying to problems. fight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is terrible. Uh, whoever came up with this should feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I'll like, put it. it. I don't it, know what this it, is. For me, it, it, it like pulled the wind from Instantly. Apollo. Get out of like, here. Go right back to the, the diner. Room. Go back to the Riverdale diner. They, they just, there's something about this diner, isn't there? Like they, they really wanted it for Draco Anthony and then released him. It was already funny when he's writing down. He's yeah. like J.K. Rowling with the, the notes at the yeah. diner writing down his... His whatever that's already funny because it's just him like at a diner writing things down it's like okay what does this have to do with wrestling yeah. okay but let, we'll, we'll let it play out okay like the, the echo in my soul like nxt is See, cheesy so. but you're like all right yeah. okay you're, you're coming back and then you? and then it just just went totally left field with him interrupt like this guy with the food and it's just so funny i like what every time to this guy he, ki- he murdered him. And why did it replay? It showed him murder him. And then it's he's like, like oh, multi- that's a good idea. Maybe and his, then he just murdered him. <laughs> like multiverse of crews. Like different. It's like the 
re- we're going to replay this next week. And he's like, going to do something else. But the, like his his multiverse is like different versions of him do different things, and it like can lead to it's like a you know choose your own adventure. All right, it's Apollo Cruz. It's terrible. I, it already I choose he leaves the dungeon. Yeah, I choose we don't do this anymore. <laughs> we should not do this. Uh, really weird. It definitely instantly deflated that like excitement because it was just so funny. It's so cheesy when it wasn't supposed to be that. NXT keeps one-upping themselves with these promos. It feels like ages ago when we were mocking Brooks and Briggs, Jensen. Now Briggs. they're the best thing on the show. <laughs> and and then we, we you know we had Kyle O'Reilly and Vaughn hanging out in the woods. Yeah, because they're out there. And then we've had Joe Gacy for a few months. Yeah, we've had Kushida in the washroom. And then just this guy at the diner picking fights with people. Like what? It's just very. Very strange. Yeah, I don't. This is how you're trying to get a wrestler character over, like just n- not it at all. Uh, but hilarious because this is what someone this someone got paid to write this. You know what would have worked? <laughs> just like a sit down interview with Apollo. Yeah, Cruz. I'm back. I had some great moments. I had some bad moments. I'm here to yeah. come back. Someone interrupts him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Just him in a diner is hilarious. Bad. We go to a. Tiff, uh, a rematch between Tiffany Stratton and Fallon Henley. Rematch from the uh, NXT Women's Breakout Tournament. I yeah. kept something at Owen Hart Tournament. Was, no, that's the other show. That's the other show. Um, as Tiffany's making her entrance, we see Wendy Chu bouncing behind her on a space hopper. What's a space? Is that like a yoga ball thing? It's one of those bouncy balls where you hold the yeah. tenor and bounce. Is that what they're called? I've always known them as a space hopper. Space hopper. What do nice. you know them as? I don't know. It's a big bouncy... I guess you're right. I, I think, just think yoga uh, balls. I think handles. Didn't Vic call him a, a hip a hoppity hop? <laughs> Vic, Vic Joseph probably called it a hoppity hoppity double noggin knockout. <laughs> Vic always has the. <laughs> <laughs> you know what we're talking about. <laughs> Wendy Chew on the space hopper. <laughs> yeah, so she comes out on the space hopper. Yeah, just just like casually behind Tiffany during her entrance. Nice. Um, yeah, so Tiffany traps Fallon in the apron, uh, starts beating her down, throwing her around. Uh, Tiffany does her knees off the top rope somersault sent on for a two count. Um, she then applies this kind of like full Nelson to Fallon, but using the legs and then bridges to apply even more pressure. This submission I thought looked really cool. I've not seen it before and thought it looked great. Yeah, pretty impressive moves from Tiffany here. Uh, T- Fallon, too, early on hit her with a, a nice stiff chop as well, showing some some guts. But Tiff was showing off with, like, this interesting submission hold. Like, yeah, I guess the legs and the strength in her legs to be able to, like, lock in this thing. It looked like it would – it's not just, like, a, sh- a flashy show. No, it was really it's, pushing the head down yeah. and pulling the arm back. Like, this would cool. hurt. I thought this was, it was like great. a surfboard, stretch muffler or something. I don't know. There's then the full-way slam and kip-up from Tiffany when Wind- Wendy Chu – Bounces down the ramp and on the space hopper, on the space hopper, and throws confetti at Tiffany. She confetti guns Tiffany in the it's, face. It's like the slushy, but she's like, psych, it's just confetti." Yeah, you know how you can send confetti to people these days. It's an yeah. envelope; it opens it, and this allows Fallon Henley to roll up Tiffany for the win. I mean, glass half full. Uh, we got a win for Fallon. Yeah, so that's good because I actually do see a lot in Fallon. I like her. However, the glass half empty is there's more of this like silliness of the Wendy Chu and this match was probably like two minutes long. Yeah, I definitely preferred their match in the tournament um, earlier. Like, sure. and it's and that's why I was kind of mad because I know we can get more from these two. 
Um, Tiffany still, like, even though it was short match, impressed with uh, kind of like the innovative uh, submission. And um, Fallon looks great, but I, I hate, hate this Wendy Chu stuff. Like, you've just, you've just been in the title picture. You've just, like, you had the opportunity to be the champion of your division, and you didn't win. So you're just back to, you're like, ah, you don't care. Just bounce around on space. Yeah. It's stupid. Why are you picking on Tiffany? Yeah, I thought... Leave her alone. I thought with the loss to Mandy, maybe she'd go evolve the character a little bit, but uh, jumping around on this baby toy... It's just childish, and it's... I want to love it because it's funny. Like you know, she's trying to be funny and bubbly and stuff. But the fact is, she's actually a really good wrestler, and it's just, just stupid ruining good matches. Yeah. yeah, yeah, really weird. Yeah, I mean, we're getting the Wendy Chu Tiff rematch. So yeah, I like Tiff. I'll say it again. Stratton makes I, it happen. I, I like both of these. Yeah, um, yeah, Fallon yeah, too. So it, this wasn't good. And then we go to Cameron Grimes backstage. We haven't seen him since dropping the North American title, and. Uh, there's a bunch of uh, jobbers backstage. Bunch con- of next in line yeah. talent. <laughs> Congratulating him on the match at In Your House and saying, oh, it's too bad you lost, but great match. Grimes says, I'm not looking for sympathy. And then Bron Breaker, the champ, is there. And he says, look, I know what it's like to lose a title and I'm sure you'll be champ again one day. Grimes says once again, I aren't, I'm not looking for sympathy. And that's when Duke Hudson comes in and Uh-oh. starts... Pops sh- up his chest. Yeah, showing off about his win over Bron a few weeks ago. Uh, and Bron says, all right, well, how about uh, I give you a rematch and this time for the title? So Bron says, NXT title match tonight. And Duke's like, all right, let's do it. Rematch. This time, the title on the line. Mm. Yeah, I mean, this sets up what we think is going to happen with Grimes kind of being a little testy there with him. Well, so. this is kind of ties to that last thing. Wendy Chu lost the title match and is exactly the same character. Grimes is different. He's yeah. he's evolved. We've seen him be the uh, the like cocky, arrogant, uh, spending all the money guy right. to being a bit humbled by that and like, okay, I'm going to turn my life around and be a bit better to having that moment to now like being the next stage, he seems more mature than he was, but he's, he's pissed. He's pissed and wants to do something about it. So yeah. I thought this was interesting, Grimes showing up and um, his little interaction with Bron. Someone in the Twitch chat, shout out Fibergrass, says, going back to Wendy Chu, how was Wendy Chu shooting the confetti in the face of Tiffany Stratton? Not a DQ. Good ref question. Wasn't, ref wasn't looking. Was the ref not looking? I don't think the ref was looking. Oh, that... Ref, man. Yeah. Knock it off. Yeah. Good question, though. We yeah. have to ask... Uh, <laughs> who's our ref? We'll have to watch the replay. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll watch this again I don't want to watch that match we'll watch again. watch this episode Please, again no, later. No, definitely not. <laughs> we go to Lash Legend, who says, uh, I am so done with Alba Fire and her ancient history, <laughs> so let me just tell you all my history. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really good at sports. Yeah, she she's just showing off. She's talking about her track and field experience, basketball, how every conference school wanted her. She went to a university in Texas. No she way. transferred to Mississippi State where she won some things. Uh, she got a lot of points in basketball. She said she broke a lot of records. Yeah, she drafted to the WNBA uh, to Seattle. Wow. Um, then uh, when COVID hit, she didn't want to be waiting around for 
the WNBA to start again. I mean, no one cares about the WNBA. Yeah. <laughs> I'm joking. I mean, she picked 2.0 over it, so... I'm joking, but I mean, she makes it sound that way when she says like, yeah. COVID hit, so I went to eh, see. I left. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, I always like when they do this actually, just showing everything. Like, this is, yeah, an athlete showing kind of their background they, and why they're they, there and stuff. They never really did that when she first showed No. Up. Remember, we knew all about her, but yeah. we, they never told us that on the show. So, so. I, I think this is good move. And a she, good reason. She does sound good, I think. She sounds pretty confident. I did laugh because I think she could lean in on the, like, screw your ancient history, Alba Fire. Like, you yeah. know, kind of go off on that. I just found that. it funny. It's like, yeah, you're, you're talking about all these things you've done. Yeah, and your love, ancient love. family history of the fire in Scotland. Well, let me tell you about my good records in yeah. sports. <laughs> Can run real fast. Yeah, JR would love calling last oh, yeah. matches. Yeah. Well, she run this far. She played this. <laughs> Just going off. Defensive line. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. JR would go a field day. Yeah. So all the records last legend is broken. We go to a huge rematch next. Zion Quinn taking on Wesley. Uh, Wesley picking up that win uh, after Zion had beaten him down. Yeah, just a quick roll-up and yeah. beat him. Yeah. Um, so Wesley goes for the roll-up immediately this time. and uh, But Quinn powers out. Goes for the powerbomb, but Lee rolls through. Then Quinn dumps Lee on the top rope, uh, like on his gut. And we've seen him do this before where he'll like throw the rope yeah. and... Uh, like Wes would go flying back, but this time he lands on his feet and Lee runs the ropes, runs into Quinn, who just stands there with his arms folded, knocking him down. And then Quinn starts showcasing his strength. He's throwing Wes around everywhere. Then Wes does his backflip Pele kick to the, to the head of Zion and then goes up top and hits the spiral tap uh, to win. Wesley beats Zion. But this time more, like, definitive. Divisive, decisively, yeah. yeah. so, like, I liked how they teased the roll-up right away. I actually thought they should have done, <laughs> done that again, and then you could have done the third match. Well, but, last time, it was a long beat-down yeah, from Zion, and but, then the roll-up. But right as the bell rung here, Wes puts him in an inside cradle again, yeah. and you could have te- It was a good tease. Uh, Zion, I still don't really see really much from him. Mm. I don't like the whatever character, run-it-straight thing he's, he's doing, and the wrestling just isn't really there. I will still say he still looks the part. At least he found his gear and looks proper. Mm. He still looks like a, a he could be a big deal, but the wrestling doesn't really show. The character work doesn't show. Really, this was just an actual good... We, we were like, why is Wes losing to this guy and getting bullied around when it was just really all, a whole setup to just rebuild Wes up? And I think that, in a good way, it was something. And yeah, the spiral tab looked cool. It did. And this felt like the end of this this feud for now. Um yeah, Wes- I hope so. Wesley's moving up to something better. So I, I was quite happy with the win, it being decisive in this one. Um, yeah, I Zion does some things that look all right, but he, he's got a long way to go, I think. Yeah. But could get there. Uh, we see Joe Gacy, oh, yeah. who's in the woods with his mates. and His, mate, his mates in hoods. His mates in hoods. <laughs> he says, the time has come. Now it's time to show the world what you can do. What are these guys' names? The Dyad. Someone last week when we talked about the Dyad messaged us saying that it's a type of like, some, it's a tool that like delivery service drivers use. Mm. So maybe that's the name, like, because they're, they're delivering the future. I have no idea. All right. <laughs> 
I thought it was no. They they said last week it's like things yeah. coming together as well. Oh, you actually listened to what Joe Gacy's been saying for the past two? It, since I, I, I reviewed the show, <laughs> Brain. Yeah, I feel like for the past like ever since the the, the Braun feud, it's been the the same mumbo jumbo insert yeah. copy paste promo. But yeah, he's the the the, the guys in hoods are going to fight tonight. A sequence of two different monomers in a polymer. Wow, sounded like a haiku. That was beautiful. Yeah. We go to Nathan Fraser, who's talking about his ancient history, uh, how he grew up in Jersey, but not what? not New Jersey. Today I learned. You didn't know about Jersey? No. Yeah, there's a place called Jersey. No way. You're lying. You're pulling my leg. Yeah. My friend lived in Jersey. Your friend lived well, in Jersey? A neighbor, like an old guy down the road. <laughs> he was from Jersey. So Nathan Fraser's from Jersey, but not New Jersey. Not New Jersey. Old Jersey. The original Jersey. OG Jersey. And he says, it's part of England, but it's actually nearer to France. Uh, and I grew up by the beaches as a kid. I was always outside. Used to play soccer. But I was obsessed with WWE, and I knew I needed to be nearer to WWE. And like soccer, one chance is all he needs in NXT. Uh, yeah, at least it showed something from this guy because so far he's just been the like young kid. So this this, this was better than going. Oh, it's so cool being here! I wow. can't wait to wrestle this guy. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I like yeah, I like these kind of character pieces. Yeah, I'm so I legit did not know that like there was a Jersey that there's New Jersey. Is there any like they both have beaches? You know, there's a place called York in the UK as well. Like New York? No, just York. Wow. And well, New York's. In. The new of it? Yeah. Wow, what else is there? There's a Hampshire. New Hampshire? Yeah. Huh. Wow, I'm learning a lot today. Yeah. Thank you, Nathan Frazier. I want to go to Jersey. You want to go to Jersey? They should have a Jersey Shore, but like it's his Jersey. His Jer- there probably is something <laughs> like that in Jersey. I want to go. Wear a Jersey in Jersey. <laughs> With my mate Jersey. <laughs> With our mate Jersey. There's a guy at the bar uh, we go to, and uh, every time we finish the show, it's late, but we try to make it to last call and just hang around. So it's like our nice decompress. Yeah. And uh, there's a guy there who always is wearing a jersey, so everyone at the bar always calls him Jersey. And it would be nice if we took Jersey while all jersey. wearing jerseys to go to Jersey. Jersey, yeah. Listening to the Jersey boys. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Sounds, oh, sounds a trip. What a Quite great a vacation this could be. Look up flights to Jersey. Jersey. You, you know, you learn a lot listening to this podcast, guys. Let me know if anyone else is as stupid as me and never knew that there was old Jersey. <laughs> well, there were, I know I said this before, but one of our first nights out, you just like pretty drunk go, Davey, is there a place called Estonia? <laughs> this girl's girl lying she- to me saying she's from Estonia. I was like, that's not a real place. You're lying. <laughs> I've heard of fake numbers, but you're telling me you're from a fake country? <laughs> oh, boy. The Dyad versus Javier Barnell and Dante Chen. Back to NXT. Okay, uh, so the Dyad? Yeah. The dyad is the two hooded guys yep. with Joe Gacy, mm-hmm. and they're going up against... We've seen Dante Chen before. We've seen Dante Chen. Have we seen Javier Bernal? I feel like we have, but I can't. I don't recognize them, so enhancement talent here. Like they did the Javier Bardem and Gail Garcia Bernal. I got that vibe from yeah. it, yeah. yeah. Um, there's chance of take your hood off directed at the dyad. Yeah, pro-circumcision um, uh, crowd here. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. They're in there. Nothing's in, being that tonight, guys. Red velvet 
tracksuit hoods. So with their masks. So they have like the a wrestling. they have like the morph suit mask on so that you can't see their face, but yeah. they can see through theirs. Yeah. And they start off just stand there posing, doing the Joe Gacy hand, Mr. Burns pose. And uh, Dante and Javier are like, looking at them like, what the fuck? Um, and then Dyad number one jumps them and is hitting these clotheslines and stuff. Dante and Javier manage to team up on Dyad one. <laughs> and then Dyad two tags in and is beating up Chen. Um, Javier Bernal then lights up Dyad one with some kicks. There's then a, an atomic drop and side Russian leg sweep. And then it's like the, the kind of magic killer DDT thing from the dyad. Yeah, I mean, spike we don't DDT. know who these guys are, but they're hitting... Uh, a, a lot of teams use this, but the last team we saw this was 1-2. Oni and... And Biff. Biff. You heard it here first. They're back. So Oni and Biff, same guy. Oni and Danny. Oni and Danny, sorry. Yeah. They're in the hoods. No. Yeah, I think one looks a little taller. Than, yeah. Uh, yeah, who do you... They, they definitely... Like at, at a lot of people have been theorizing it's it's GYV, yeah. And I would say they kind of disguise their wrestling as well. I wasn't completely clear who these two are. Yeah, I, I I'm not completely clear who like would be interested in this. It looks like so budget compared to what yeah. we normally see in wrestling. Like this is worse than what we would see, yeah. especially in WWE. Like you get guys with proper outfits and things. Yeah. I know. I'm saying that, and like a year ago, we were talking about a guy in a scream mask with Johnny Gargano and all that stuff. But at least that was a guy in a scream. Like, I'm not saying that's better or worse, but like, this is just two guys in this like red velvety velour fucking it, it hoods. It feels like they've gone into like a, like, what? a costume cupboard, yeah. a box cupboard, and it's like you, you've seen that on Tough Enough, where they go like, "All right, go in the wardrobe of WWE and pull out some things, and what is your character going to be?" That's what this feels like with all these guys. It's like really bad, like Halloween B budget, Z budget movie gimmick. And I, I'm wondering if it's all a setup to like make some big reveal of them as a new unit. I'm, I'm picturing that it's two new people that get revealed. I, I, but then he goes on and cuts a promo about like now they've seen the light. Yeah, they've been shitted on. I feel, I feel GYV are the only two <laughs> probably people could be, unless it's anyone from UK. But like, I can't see being someone new because then a reveal would be like Satnam Singh. What you know? Like, yeah, I just it. The, also, the wrestling wasn't really good in this match. It was just it so was stupid. Boring. This is so bad. This is boring. Uh, We're broken record on this episode. It's just saying everything. I'm bad, sorry, but like it. This is not. It's not it at all. And the Joe Gacy thing. You figured it's run its course, but it really just continues on. And his. His promo afterwards is just again copy paste mumbo jumbo saying these two guys. You know, never got anywhere, so now they've seen the light. Yeah, he says, uh, yeah, your negativity have made these two men feel inferior, and there are many people made to feel the same way. There's a schism between us and NXT 2.0, and there will be this uh, until this becomes a place of acceptance and people believe our message. Uh, Just boring. Like, I'm so over it. Um, And yeah, you're right. The, The wording made it sound like these are two people we know who, you know, everyone... Schism. He's got to bring in a Tool uh, song into the, his promos, mm. of course. Classic. Uh, just just really bottom-of-the-barrel, like, creativity, I, I, I think. Uh, which, is, which is sad, because we were, like, laughing at the woke character Gacy, but then also, like, hey, props to them for actually trying something like this. And then they just completely went in this direction, and it's hokey dollar store Halloween costumes. Mm. 
and him cutting rip-off Bray Wyatt. Like, no wonder people call you rip-off Bray Wyatt. Like, I'm sorry, this is, this is what your character literally yeah. is. Uh, and it's not Walmart. I've decided saying it's Walmart or Kmart version of Bray Wyatt is being far too nice. It I is, like Walmart. Yeah, it's doll- <laughs> it is his Dollar Tree version. Like, sorry, we need to make sure we're clear on that because I'm so over this character, this guy. I cannot stand this. But we can't wait for the big reveal of... I sorry. mean, yeah. Like, I, I like a mystery. Who, who the fuck are these guys? And they're not GYV, because the last time we saw GYV, they weren't called that. Remember, their nameplate just said Drake and Gibson. Drake and Gibson. Like, fucking jobbers. Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, the best part of this whole thing was that we got Take Your Hood Off chance. Yes. So, good stuff. We- oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with Syntec at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Syntec Premium Full Synthetic Motor Oil is formulated for today's engines to dissipate heat and reduce friction and wear. Right now, get five quarts of Syntec Full Synthetic and a MicroGuard Select oil filter for just $33.99. Try Syntec today, exclusively at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Right here in your neighborhood. Here's a little tale about hard to recycle plastics. Their destinies were changed. Their new lives are fantastic. What once was trash can live on as new things with a program that complements your regular recycling. Cause plastics can be so much more. Give this trash the second chance it was hoping hard to recycle plastics can be so much more participate in the hefty energy bag program happening in your neighborhood today go to my i think my new favorite character in nxt 2.0 sanger what a guy this sanger is he's just he's just chilling with ulyssa leon (laughs) and valentina feroz having a great fucking time looking looking smart in his suit i do like sanger his nice curly mustache yeah oh his mustache is is yeah, Sanger looks like he's he's going trying to find people to go around the world in eighty days with that mustache. Yeah. <laughs> I love Sanger now. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, so he's just chilling with Ulyssa and Valentina, and uh, as that's the world's when, going crazy outside. Yeah, I'm sorry, I don't know what's going on. Zion Quinn walks in, and I I didn't quite catch what Sanger said. Did he say like you lost to a stick or you lost to a stick? Or no, it was I felt like he. You know, it's, there's a lot of, yeah. The Twitch chat's concerned. I just saw maybe four fire trucks go by out our window. I hope we're okay. Ah, uh, what are you going to do? Yeah, I, did he say you you wrestled a stick or someone small or something? Well, he was talking about his loss to Wes Lee. But we've heard Sanger, like, in the past of Wes Lee when he was trying to be nice but kind of did the backhanded, like, oh, for a guy your size. So I feel like I didn't quite hear it, uh, but it said something like you... Lost to a stick, and well, Zion is like mad about this. So, ah, yeah. oh, you're not so tough. So Sanger just stands up and dwarfs this guy, um, and Sanger says, "Ah, I think I found my uh, my match for next week. My first opponent." Okay, so Sanger versus Zion next week with hopefully Ulyssa and Valentina in his corner. Be great. I'd love that act. That sounds Sanger great. And- yeah, he's gonna do the dance. No, they're doing the dance. They do it while he stands, while in. stands and, there, and twirls his mustache. His mustache. Oh, oh. Ah. kayfabe wise, <laughs> how we change just from Joe Gacy with these two guys in hoods to us being like, no, but this, <laughs> trust this me, it's Sanger. This yeah, Sanger's it, guys. <laughs> strap it, strap the rocket to Sanger right now. 
We go to a little video with Nikita Lyons, who says that she was ready to win that contract in the women's breakout tournament, but a partially torn MCL took her out. We see uh, videos of her training, uh, getting back into shape, and it says, very soon you'll see this Lions roar. And yeah, it just says she's basically coming back pretty soon to NXT. She's working out in the gym, getting fit. No nunchucks, though. Oh, sorry. No- Knocked Out Films said uh, in the Twitch chat says, Guess you weren't running straight. Yeah. So he didn't make fun of us. So he's funny as well. What a guy. <laughs> Sanger. Sanger. We wish we were as classy and funny and charming as Sanger. Someone in the Twitch chat, uh, Half K, is writing, Hey, if NXT uh, is in Survivor Series, would you do an NXT 2.0 team and who would you be on it? Uh, Sanger, obviously. Sanger. Five Sangers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said Z- Z- Sanger, Valentina, and... Ulyssa. The two hooded guys. <laughs> two hooded guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for Nikita. Against Roman Brock. Yeah, like. exactly. Ah, oh, they won't be on the show. <laughs> it won't be a stadium show. So, yeah. yeah, I'm excited for Nikita coming back. I mean, she got she kind of got screwed out of that tournament. It sh- I like how it shows like the knee brace on her now. She's like, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm hurt. Uh, I know the internet wrestling community kind of turned on Nikita because they kind of thought she... Uh, she was turning a little uh, MAGA on them. Right. So uh, maybe she'll have a redemption story here as well. Right. What, what can she do to win them back? I don't know, Brayden. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't wait to see her back in well, NXT. What do you think? Uh, more nunchucks. Okay. Yeah. There you get it. Soul's <laughs> racism. Just... Is that what you're saying? <laughs> she... <laughs> no. But sure, yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Sure. Let's put it that way. Okay. Uh, we go to the Tony D'Angelo... Fuck, this show is long. The Tony D'Angelo family. And uh, Tony starts talking business. And was like, I want to tell you how I met this guy two times. And I remember when I first met you at Matt Mancini's birthday party. Nick Mancini's birthday party. And what did he say? You waxed fish fingers right in his face? Yeah, you walked, you walked and whacked Jackie f- fish fingers. <laughs> Where'd you get that? I don't know. I don't yeah, know. he says he hit someone. He's, he's bigging these guys up. He's talking like mafia movies. He talks about stacks. I knew you when you were six, and I remember it just like it was yesterday. Because I picked the winner of the Kentucky Derby for your dad, and his business took it off. And you've given everything to the family. And I now promote you from associates to soldiers of the family. And because business has been booming... This gift is a sign of appreciation from me to you. And he gives them both some fancy watches. And I like how he gives them also like envelopes of money. Yeah, he says to, to, uh, to, to two, two dimes. dimes. He's like, hey, treat yourself to steak dinner with this. I mean, two dimes might need to keep hold of this for a bit. <laughs> but then turns to Stax and goes, hey, take Marie somewhere nice. <laughs> Look, I mean, this shit is so cartoony, but... Take Marina somewhere nice really was pretty funny. Kisses him on both cheeks. And as for you, Santos, what the fuck is going on out there? Jeez. Um, he goes, and as for you, Santos. And Santos steps forward and, and kind of Joaquin and, and Cruz flank him. And he's like, no, wait, why are you doing that? He's, he's not the boss anymore. You, you stand in a line. I'm the boss. He says... We have a code of honor. Never rat on your friends and always keep your mouth shut. Understood? He shakes Legato's hand. And he says he has the best family. And now he wants to be a champion. 
and he wants gold around his waist. And that's when Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams interrupt. And they say, hey, Tony, I didn't hear you talking about my A championship, did I? You don't want no problems with me or my title. Tony says, you've been warned, stay out of my business. And Trick says, we don't take too kindly for threats. And as great as you think you are, you're not the Don of NXT. Um, Sorry, Tony says, I'm the Don of NXT. I call the shots. So let's have a championship match next week. And Mello says, okay. Uh, And then stacks with line of the night. Hey, how about we soften these knuckleheads up, huh? (laughs) (laughs) He did say it like that. And Trick says... Look, I don't care if it's two dimes, three nickels, four, five. I'll make spare change of you bums. Best part of the whole segment was Trick. Trick wow, was I got to give Trick, Trick his due. Great. Give Trick his flowers. He 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 made fun of all these Trick guys in one line. Trick me over like, yeah. in the last few months. At least like, on the mic, 100%. He's great. Yeah. Um, just, a, just a ridiculous promo. It's funny that this is taped, like, next week is taped as well already. And two dimes is here. So we're, like, watching him from beyond the grave in a yeah. weird way because... In this envelope, it's like, yeah, he says, go take yourself to a nice steak dinner. But, like, if you've seen seen Goodfellas, they have nice steak dinners in prison. Or, you know, yeah, like I said, the two guys behind Joe Pesci. Yeah, it's – or, you know, we're going to see him again next week, and then that's it. But it's not like – they've already taped stuff, so it's just weird. But, yeah, pretty weird segment. And then Trick coming in and just roasting them by calling them all these nickels and dimes and all that stuff. thought that was funny, but – can't say I'm too excited for Tony and Carmelo, but like it kind of needs to happen. But they keep doing this heel thing with Tony versus Tony. other heels. But at least it's not the Great American Bash match because I still think that's solo. Yeah, no, this is just a like a quick stopgap. Yeah, TV thing, and Santos will probably cost Tony somehow. inadvertently yeah. somehow. Uh, we get a quick Toxic Attraction promo from the the Toxic Lounge. Mandy saying that after. Their match tonight, Roxanne will be begging to give her contract back. Uh, JC says Cora and Roxanne are perfect together as they're both failures. And Gigi says Indy is the most depressing person she's ever met. And she'd probably be talking to this plant and boring it to death if she was here. Yeah, I didn't, didn't really like this promo too much. Toxic Attraction, I feel like they are regressing. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> In a weird, strange way. I, I want to like them so much, but yeah. yeah. We got Again, it. it hasn't really evolved. It's yeah. been the same thing, and it's kind of boring, and they're not great at it. They're not the attraction. No. They're just toxic. They had a great video for the return of John Cena Yeah, with uh, using a Fort Minor song. Shout out Mike Shinoda, but... I haven't heard this song in forever. It was used in like every... Mike Kyoto? Mike, <laughs> Mike Kyoto? Mike Shinoda. No relation. Lincoln Park. Uh, they used Fort Minor, remember the name, in like every trailer and commercial like in the 2000s, 2010s. And using it here for John Cena coming back. Is he going to whoop Theory's ass? Is that what's going to happen? I th- yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Love possibly. it. Shout out Fort Minor. Um, yeah. We go to our NXT Championship match. Braun Breaker defending against Duke Hudson. And Duke jumps the bell to try and get the better of Braun, uh, but Braun gets back up, tells the ref to ring the bell, he hits a big suplex and big shoulder blocks, and Duke dives at Braun, but he catches him in that big power slam, which always looks great, then spears Duke out of his skin, I thought this spear looked awesome, kills him, yeah, out of his boots, like Duke's a pretty big guy as well, and he picks him up, gets him in the military press power slam, absolutely murdered Duke Hudson, one, two, three, uh, I thought this was a 
awesome squash, actually. I thought Braun looked great. Yeah, one thing that worked on this show was this. I, Braun ne- needs to stop doing the, like, half-and-half half matches. Like the last one with Duke, it was so just boring. It needed to be like this. Treat Braun like Goldberg and it's just like, crush people. He got like that this. loss, and uh, Duke's yeah. been gloating about the win, no matter how he got it. So it's like, all right, yeah, boom, we'll done. do the match. And then sets Showed up confidence as the champ. I thought was really good. And then again, sets up for the bigger match at the the, at the few weeks at the bash with this promo. So Cameron Grimes then comes out and says, "Bron Breaker, I really wanted to finish that conversation you started earlier. Ever since you've come to NXT, you've taken it by storm, and we haven't had a chance to talk. Um, and where I am in this business, I don't care because I'm going to say what everyone is thinking." If you didn't have that last name, you wouldn't have that championship. And I respect the hell out of you. I ain't saying you ate off a silver platter, but you ate better than me. And you've got a dad who's a Hall of Famer who got to sit right there and watch you win the title. Whereas my dad was watching from up there. He was watching down. And you got everything because of your dad. And you got to, uh, yeah, because he's a, his career, he yeah. got you here. And every time you step in this ring, you do get better and better. But you don't have my heart, and I would put my heart against any man or woman in this business. And I'm tired of people calling shots and cheesy catch lines and things. But I'm going to say, if I'm going to the moon, then strap up that rocket. Cameron Grimes versus Bron Breaker at uh, Great American Bash. Let's do it. And Bron accepts? Accepts. So, yeah, that's our main event for the Great American Bash, July 5th, Tuesday night. Awesome promo. I oh, great stuff, it's, yeah. This makes sense. Like, Grimes, it's something actually you don't see enough in WWE is people kind of, like, caring about losing something. Like, dropping a title. They just, often you move on as if they never had it, had it yeah. you know? Uh, Grimes, I think we've really seen this evolution of character with him. I thought this was a really strong promo. Um, kind of like borderline heelish, but not heelish, just honest. Like, hey, yeah. I I want the title. I think I deserve it. It's um, more heels that have actual reason. Like your bad guys in your movies that actually have reason to be bad. This, like, yeah, yeah. Kind of like this to me felt like sort of, you know, when Hangman Page just had a bit more like bite in that punk yeah. feud where he's like, no, like it's just a bit of an edge. And I thought it really worked. I thought it's also like the a, best thing on this show from the, the uh, yeah. squash to this. I, I thought this was, was very solid. I think you should have ended with this. Yeah. With the face to face stare down at the end with the him accepting. Cause yeah, the match was a squash, but Grimes, the whole thing from was the, the really only good real part of this show. The real meat of this show was this, and it does set up this match and it won't be a squash match. That'll be an actual match. Yeah. And Grimes will bump around for him, make Braun look a million bucks. And then I think that's when we've been saying it for a long time now, but Grimes needs to go to the main roster yeah. after that. 100%. Like sink or swim. He's shown how versatile he is. Yeah, exactly. As well, like he can do the Ric Flair deep promos. He can do the crazy, funny comedian stuff, like well, everything. He's someone, you know, like even if they were to, which they will probably, um, completely repackage him, new name, new everything. This is his new name already. Though. I know, <laughs> but they've, they've changed other people's new names. So before. stupid. It is. Trevor Lee, Cameron Grimes. But, I, uh, like, I trust, like, he is someone that you could throw any old shit at him and he'll make it work. Uh, so I think he could actually do pretty well on main roster. We'll see. But yeah, this match should be good too. I, I think that is a, a, a big match for, for Breaker and Grimes to have. I think they'll put on a good one. Yeah. 
We then see Tatum Paxley backstage, who's approached by Ivy Nile, who says she notices the work she's been putting in and to keep it up. Um, so, yeah. To keep up the good work, It's been the Tatum. story I've been wanting back. Like, what, Can't what wait for Tatum Paxley to join the Diamond yeah. When Roddy comes in. Roddy, Roderick Strong has been yelling at the Diamond Mine Creed Brothers because they've been nice people. Yeah. And here he goes, what are you doing? This is an SNL character. Why are you talking to her? Stop being nice to her. You should be bullying her and teaching her a lesson. He's got his hood like half on. He like looks This ridiculous. is like, a, yeah, this is a character from Saturday Night Live. This is pretty much Chris Farley. You want to live down in a van by the river? What are you doing? This is him just like over the top being mad that yeah. she was being nice to someone. Yeah. So silly. And he's, he starts talking about no excuses. That's the diamond mine way. And that's when the Creeds come in and they're celebrating and they go, oh, thank, thanks, Roddy. And you go, wait, why did you shake their hands after the match? Creeds say, you know what, Roddy, you were right. Uh, so we've, we've taken it upon ourselves to book you a match, Ooh. you guys a match for next week. And Roddy starts playing up his injured ankle again. And Ivy goes, no, Roddy, no excuses, right? That's the Diamond Mine way. And Roddy runs off with Damon Kemp and the Creeds and Ivy. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Laugh. We got him. So is it Roddy and Damon versus Idris and... Like, yeah, I, and I didn't catch... Was it Idris and Malik or is it Pretty Deadly? Oh, true. Because that was the they, match yeah, they yeah, yeah, ducked, yeah. wasn't it? I think we're going to get some... Dis- like, someone's leaving this group, I think. Yeah. Uh, I'm not we're having sure. a split. Yeah, like I think the Creeds could just be the Creeds without the Diamond Mine, like, whole thing. Well, it looks like Ivy's kind of with, with them, them. Which is cool, and yeah, she's good. maybe Tatum as well, and then you have right. Damon and Roddy going their way. just love Roddy being over-the-top, exaggerated, yeah. mad for things. What no are reason. you doing? What? So funny. The dude, Roddy. He's always the bro-y, like... Yeah. <laughs> we see Mackenzie Mitchell backstage with Mr. Stone, Sophia Cromwell, and Von Wagner... And uh, Mr. Stone talks about Brooks Jensen and because, uh, was it? No, Josh Briggs yeah. had the win over him. Because last Jensen week. used the cast. That's right. And he says, Brooks' name should be Liar Cheater Jensen. He's a cheater. Doesn't quite have a nice ring to no, it. No, I didn't really understand what he was going for there. But. He says that's the only way he beat him by cheating. And next week, it's Vaughn versus Briggs one-on-one again. And this time, no one will be at ringside <laughs> And we'll see who the true winner would be. Yeah, I thought Stone was trying to do something that was funny with the, you're like a cheater. Yeah. Because you know, like those memes, like, cheater lives here and stuff like okay. that. But it's like, I don't know what he was going for. Like, the Brooks and, sorry, Brooks Jensen is like the cowboy, like this is the cowboy crew, yeah. the horse people. He could have went like something like your cheating heart or something mm. like that, but he didn't. And it doesn't make me too excited for th- this match again, but hey. Uh, hey, I loved it the first time. Jensen, so run it back. Jen- Jensen's hand is not broken anymore. No, so, you had the fake cast. So you? now it's Vaughn versus Jensen, one-on-one, no interference from any yeah. team. It's the match we've been all waiting it for. It should be though. good. should yeah. be a good one. It should be match of the year. We go to, I mean, we talked about the highlight of the night, but we would be reminisce if we're... I mean, we got to talk about this. Reminisce? I don't know. Just talk about this. <laughs> Vinci, Vedici, Veducci. It's Giovanni Vinci. <laughs> and it's some guy that looks awfully like Fabian Eichner. It's Johnny makes, Sins. Makes his entrance. <laughs> if you know. He's walking to the ring, and then he'll stop, and there'll be a flash. Snapshot. And he'll be, like, smiling at the camera. It freezes. It, it freezes. Yeah, it's it, snapshot, like a photo. Too. And it says, Vinny, 
Vanny. And then he's walking down, stops again. Snapshot. Has a little smile. It freezes, and then he moves again. VD. Then he's moving again, and then gives the thumbs up. Vinci. Vanny VD Vinci, which means I came, I saw, I conquered, and, well... Yeah, we get to the match. I This was Guru Raj. Guru Raj. Um, and big squash from uh, Giovanni Vinci here. He does his, like, armbar onto the mat with the triple kip-up yeah. to get up, which always looks impressive. Followed by uh, this big run-up, just building up speed, leading to a shoulder tackle, and just yells, come on, slaps Raj. Uh, Raj does manage to get in a drop kick, but then there's a big springboard crossbody from Vinci, Followed by some chops, and then he hits this crazy, like, l- sit-out last ride powerbomb. Huge. The height he got on him. This was Kota Ibushi style. Kota Ibushi, he, like, spun with it as well. This looked awesome. Yeah, awesome finisher. Like, uh, the sit-out Liger bomb always looks good, but Kota Ibushi always gets the height on you and sits out with it. This guy had that and some and a rotation on it, yeah. which just looked super nasty. Yeah, uh... Johnny Sins is going far. Sorry, uh, Fabian Eichner's... Sorry, what are we calling him? Giovanni Vinci. Giovanni Vinci. Veni Vedi Vinci? What's the catchphrase? It's confusing. It's confusing because they're saying his name is Giovanni Vici, and then they keep saying Vinny Viducci Bonavucci. Yeah, I love this guy. We've been singing his praises because he's been crazy. Since coming to WWE, the Cruiserweight Classic, as more chaos, zombie apocalypse outside our apartment today. You guys have got a great recording of today. I don't know what's going on out there. We're going to turn into the news. And we were like, worried about having our AC on, ruining the, <laughs> and here we are, the sound of it. Chaos. The world is ending outside. Uh, yeah, sorry for the loud sirens. I hope someone, people are, are okay. Uh, yeah, I love um, this guy. Fabian Eichner... Giovanni Vici, he's great. Johnny Sins, great. Came, I saw, I conquered. Uh, I, the entrance made me laugh. The, the entrance made me laugh, but I will say his... They let him be a, a wrestler here, you know? Like, it's... I don't think... I mean, we'll see. But uh, I think they're going to take this guy somewhat seriously. Um, I did find it funny how Vic was like, like, wow, what a debut. <laughs> like, First time. Wow! Ever. Welcome to NXT. Welcome to NXT is what he says. This guy's like, been here for years. Been here for like six years. He's been something. in WWE for a long time. Yeah, he had the contract where he was still allowed to wrestle in other places for a little while there. So you know he does have his other indie stuff, but he was he's been in this farm here for a little while. Yeah, he was across the pond and stuff too. But uh, we've been following this guy. We've always sung his praises. He was put in the tag team with. Uh, What's his name? On what's his Marcel name now? Botel- Kaiser oh, Sose. Yeah, like he's just been killing it, and seeing the little flashes of the wrestling here is great. But now they're giving him a character, and it actually like made me chuckle when the entrance with the snapshot. So yeah, he's been there six years. Six years. All six my years all my money is classic. Giovanni Vici. Yeah, let's yeah. go. Came he saw he conquered. Let's go. Yeah, this was good. This was a nice like little block. I thought of NXT on this show. This yeah. was the best bit. Um, and then it died a horrible death. We see Solo Sokoa, who says, uh, it feels good to call shots. I want the North American Championship so much. And Grayson Waller interrupts, mocks the Oos chant, and says that Apollo Crews carried him in that match last week. And Solo says, all right, well, how about you and me? Let's fight next week. And Waller is like, sorry, mate, what? So Solo mocks him and goes, sorry, mate, what? (laughs) 
And he's like, you heard. I'm going to fucking fight you next week. We're going to have a match. You and me one-on-one. And Waller's acting like he's trying not to be scared, but is it's like, oh, yeah, sure. Sounds, sounds awesome. Sounds great. Uh, so Solo versus Waller next week as you're checking the news to see what's happening. <laughs> I'm scared there's like a zombie apocalypse or something going on. There's more trucks coming. I can see in the distance. I don't know what's happening. It's insane. We're just going to keep live here uh, from, yeah, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, uh, Solo Sokoa versus Grayson Waller. Sure, it's the like heater match to get Solo to be like, hey, hey's Who'll win that and move on to North American. I like how Waller said that he's the street champion from Australia. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I wonder where the tough parts of Australia are. The outback. I know. I think Australia is pretty tough. Yeah. No? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. But like the outback. Yeah. The street. They don't, They have streets in the outback. No, it's an outback. <laughs> <laughs> outback steakhouse. Yeah. I'm excited for this match. Yeah. No, it should be alright. Um, we go and see Idris Anofi and Malik Blade, and Malik's looking pretty, pretty down. He's in his sweater vest. And he's looking pretty upset yeah. after their tag team loss. And he just says, look, you win some, you lose some. Don't be too depressed about it. Let's go to the club. Let's blow off some steam. Let's have some fun. We had a good match tonight. When Cameron Grimes walks in and says, why are you celebrating? You lost. And they go, well, yeah, we lost. But, you know, we had a good showing. And we'll get another opportunity. Will you get another opportunity? You think it's just okay? To leave before the show's over, before the main event, I got, I get it, man. You got to get to the club. Look, you have all the athleticism in the world. You could be the biggest star this company's ever seen, but you're not hungry. So don't waste your time, because Cameron Grimes doesn't waste his. Damn. This is definitely something that's like happened in locker rooms over the years, like young. Yeah. Young talent kind of going before the show ends and a vet pulling them aside and being like, hey, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, show some respect. Stick it's definitely around, been a be thing. Be hungry. Why are you out partying right now? I mean, also, it's breaking the storyline. Uh, you're telling me Idris and Malik don't want to watch Mandy Rose in the main event? True. Hmm. True. Con- con- we need the continuity. Uh, yeah. Police that is here true. in NXT. Uh, yeah, it's pretty funny. It's just kind of weird that it's on these two guys. When it's like you could do it on two guys who lost, wasn't it? It was Carlito who Ric Flair they did would, lose. No, but like, like, sorry, it, they it should be bad guys like heels that are doing it. Because I remember Carlito what? years ago on Raw, it was like, "Hey Trish, let's get out of here," or whatever, or Tori, or whatever. And Ric Flair was there, and he's like, "Oh, you." It was pretty much that. It was pretty much his promo. It was like that, mm-hmm. again, Grimes is taking Ric Flair promos for sure, but it's it was the same thing. Like, what are you doing, you up and coming kids? But like, I think grinding. No, I think. Well, they're trying to like. They're pushing Cameron Grimes a little heelish yeah, here. Yeah. You know, so he's a veteran there. And I think these two do feel young and we, we've seen them messing around, you know, pretending to goofing around, pretending to be other people. So I, I thought it made sense with these two and just kind of furthered Grimes's character and make us think like, ah, I don't know if I like this guy. True. You know? Okay. I, it makes me go, yeah. You Whereas if it was to a heel, yeah. yeah. Like that's the thing. It's like tough. Like, it's like, yeah, kind of dickish, but he's got a point. Also, sorry, no one wants to stick around for this lame main event. Sorry. <laughs> we see Stax and Two Dimes, who uh, they're going to be facing Mello and Trick Williams. Uh, I like Mello hit a move and does his basketball shot pose, and the 
uh, crowd started chanting airball to him, which I thought was quite funny. Uh, Stax throws Mello against the ring steps. Should be called steps, shouldn't he? Not Stax. Nice. Uh, there's a quick tag from Stax and two dimes, two dimes as they stomp down on Mello. Mello then barrel rolls and hits a big clothesline. Uh, Trick hits this kind of cool-looking spin kick, followed by your favorite move, the flapjack. And then Cruz del Toro gets involved. He climbs up top, flies off, but accidentally high-crosses stacks. And then Mello hits his guillotine leg drop off the top for the win. Uh, for the record, flapjack is not my favorite move, just so anyone, just so we're clear. Uh, yeah, this was a match that took place here. I, I've been down on Trick Williams, but I think he has improved. Definitely improved on the microphone and even in the ring. They pick his spots for him. Like Commentary it, keep on yeah, put, which, pointing out which is as true. well. Like 100%. He's the guy that's yeah, like improving and sure. clearly working hard. 100%. Uh, I don't see too much in stacks and two dimes. It's very like... Walking around and punchy and, and stuff like that. It was a quick match, thankfully, and it had that finish that still is like dragging on this like family versus family. It's basically, oh, we accidentally cost you the match. Like yeah. we've seen this a million times, so it's not too exciting. But uh, yeah, it, it it lets Hayes have a win here. Yeah, this didn't really do anything for me at all. Yeah. Um, it's good to see Trick. He we don't see him wrestle a great deal, so it is good to see how he's coming on. Uh, Stacks and two dimes. I I. Kind of liked in their first couple of matches, but really didn't notice anything from them here. Yeah. Um, this was a pretty nothing match. Well, then uh, Tony tells what? He's mad. So he's mad and he says uh, he's dressing down Legado, well, his family backstage. He says, when I say to do something, do it. And Cruz starts to laugh and he's like looking at Santos. And so he's, why are you looking at him? What are you laughing at? He's not your boss anymore. I am. Be better next time. And next time is next week when I beat Carmelo Hayes for the North American Championship. So he's kind of like, hey, you're all going to be present, and I need you to make sure I win. Fall in line, yeah. yeah. Uh, next week is, so it's Tony versus Carmelo. Also, Alba Fire versus Lash Legend. I know everyone's excited about that. Waller versus Solo. And... Uh, We're getting Briggs-Wagner? Briggs-Wagner. Wow, yeah. stacked show. Yeah. I will say, I didn't mention earlier, when Brooks came out for Fallon's match, yeah. um, he's... He's trying, he's like growing up, you know, he's, he's got a cowboy hat. He, yeah. he was looking good. He's on Tinder, maybe. Yeah. Fine Brooks girl. Still the hashtag. Yeah. Uh, there was also clips of NXT going back on the road. Uh, mm. There was some story coming out of that, that Tony, Tony D'Angelo suffered some sort of wrist injury, but I mean, he's wrestling next oh, okay. week, so I guess he's fine. Um, yeah. Well, uh, this is taped. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. True. Right. Uh, it, it's cool that they're, they're on the road and these little tiny, like, little indie looking shows but good good i think it that some of these guys need to and gals need to yeah it's gonna help them all yeah we go to our main event it's roxanne perez cora jade and indy hartwell taking on toxic attraction um there's a spot all six are brawling in the ring as we go to commercials jc has cora in a full nelson and then hits her we've seen it before her like rolling headbutt uh followed by a senton uh, JC and Roxanne start trading elbows. Uh, then Indy comes in to face off against Mandy. Uh, Gigi and JC try to get involved. Uh, Mandy hits quite a like sloppy-looking spinebuster uh, to Cora for a two-count. Uh, then Cora's getting beaten down for a while. Uh, she makes the tag, but the ref's distracted, so doesn't see it and doesn't allow it. Uh, Gigi then applies the bow and arrow to Cora, and then Cora finally makes the tag to Perez, 
Hits a Luthez press to Gigi. And then a side Russian leg sweep for a two from Gigi. Then Mandy, uh, sorry, Hartwell smacks Mandy across the face. Perez hits a super kick to Gigi, followed by the top rope sent on from Cora. And then Cora tags Gigi back, sorry, tags Roxanne back in to pick up the pin on Gigi. Uh, I don't know if it was selling or Gigi was really hurt from this center yeah. because she was screaming. And I don't know if... I feel Roxanne was maybe meant to be tagged in to then follow up maybe with a code red yeah. for the finish, but saw she was hurt, so just pinned, pinned her. Um, really abrupt at the end, I thought. Yeah, yeah. like it, it sounded bad. I haven't read anything about Gigi being injured, have you? No, I haven't, so uh, but, we'll look, look to that. Because it cut away from her as well. Yeah, it didn't show, it didn't her show after, the replay. You saw... Which is okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, Gigi suffers scary injury during NXT taping. Jeez, it's probably from that senton. Yeah, it looked like she landed on her arm. Um, sorry, trying to read up. I'll have a look while you're giving your thoughts on that. Yeah, not too many. I didn't really care for this match as well. It kind of reminded me of the opening match of this show. It, I, I don't expect too much out of Toxic Attraction and the wrestling. And it was pretty much the same thing. There was a few cool spots, a double... Super kick from Cora and Roxy to Gigi at one point, which was pretty cool. And then later, Gigi ended up eating another super kick, and then that sent on. It was it was fine. It's clearly going forward to it's the rinse repeat of hey, these three people are going to face Toxic Attraction and be in the feud with them right now. And it's it's is worn tired like three versions of it ago. Mm. So it really is the same copy paste into this. We need story. to get this title on either Cora or Roxanne. It's going to be Roxanne. You know? And then they, and Cora, then Cora turns on her turn. yeah. is how I would imagine. So. I see that Cora's already being a little annoying yeah. and obnoxious. So, Oh, remember when we were doing this? Remember? Yeah. It's yeah. all like, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, I didn't, couldn't get into this match really. Um, couldn't get into this episode. This, this, I'm definitely the one who's like higher on this show. And there, there are things I take away. And I've actually thought we've had some pretty nice wrestling on this show recently. But this was just, uh, it didn't have, even have the humor for me of just that segment was so ridiculous. It was just boring. Yeah. And it was so boring. I felt the wrestling was just off. There was quite a lot of clunkiness on this show. Um, and I'm not interested in some of the directions. And yeah, main event seemed to really just lackluster. And it does, from reading, it does seem like it was ended prematurely uh, and that Gigi was hurt. But I can't see any kind of update on that. Yeah, I, next week's episode's taped again. Uh, I, I'll try not to seek out these spoilers. But, you know, people spread these NXT 2.0 spoilers everywhere. I do feel like we're the only people that watch the show as of late when it comes to like the the wrestling world mm. online and stuff uh, there's definitely no buzz uh i had to tell three people at a bar the other day who were all wearing wrestling shirts that yes there actually was a NXT pay-per-view last week and they go <laughs> no get out of here you're lying and i was like no and they said what was the main event and they went who yeah so the the the, the interest is definitely dropping uh this was a this was a tough watch there's stuff i do i can i can like some of the stuff, the crease is usually a hit for me. It wasn't really tonight. I would say the Braun setting up with Grimes is something to, good to look yep. forward to. So let's be positive and look towards that match for the Great American Bash. And you would imagine that it's also Hayes and Solo Sokoa. And then who? Creeds versus Diamond Mine? 
implodes. Uh, yeah, you could do Kemp and Roddy. Yeah. Uh, Pretty Deadly will get a rematch at some point, I'm True. sure. Yeah. Um, the Dyad. The Dyad. Don't forget the Dyad. Never forget the Dyad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, that was NXT. Sorry we put you in such a miserable mood talking about this show. We have one piece of feedback here from Sean, who writes in, Really good show tonight. Uh-oh. He says, A, as usual, the case is when the show is taped, everything connected and flowed really well. Perhaps this should be the approach moving forward. The show opened with a good tag ma- match. Anofe and Blade were good, but the Creeds were clearly better, which came back around later in the night when Grimes questioned the challenger's drive to succeed. I'm also really... Enjoying the story of the tension in Diamond Mine and can't wait to see it blow up. The show closed with a surprising, excellent six-woman match in the main event. All six ladies did a great job, and I was particularly impressed with the improvement uh, by Jade and Dolan and Indy Hartwell. Result did a good job setting up multiple possible scenarios for the end of Toxicus Reign. Another standout tonight was Grimes. I really enjoyed his promo, challenging Braun, and the interaction with Anofe and Blade. This was the best Grimes has been on the mic in a while and really made me want to see that match at the bash. His locker room leader speech to Anafe and Blade was, may, would have been even better. Might have been even better than the Braun part. Sorry. The only real complaint is the continued focus on Vaughn and Lash Legend, who, as far as I can tell, have done nothing to deserve pushes they're receiving. Oh, and we get some linen robes for the dyad. It's getting to be summer and wrestling in the head to toe velvet can't be comfortable. This is true. It's true. Uh, this show was not comfortable. It was uncomfortable. Sean loved it. Yeah. <laughs> but that's all right. At least he knows what he doesn't like, and that's Von Wagner and Lash Legend. Yeah. Which, yeah. They're your they, favorites. They get... <laughs> They're my favorites. Yeah. Shout out to WNBA. Someone's going to be mad. Uh, that was uh, NXT. That was up next. We appreciate you listening to us talk all about it, of course. At Up Next Podcast on Twitter, we have a Facebook page and a Facebook group where we post the feedback and all that stuff and memes and just funny stuff. Go join that group. And Patreon.com slash Up Next for all the other podcasts. We have Best Match Evers covering Sean Razor. We've done Shane McMahon. We've done the Steiners. We've done everything. And we do retro NXT reviews, movie reviews, whole schedules out there. We would love some recommendations for Ring of Honor New Japan, War of the Worlds slash Global Wars. We looked at a few of the shows and the cards. We'll be putting up a, a thread in the Facebook group for you guys to put, to vote for a poll for a review next week as well. But yeah, so many other podcasts. Destination X 2007 coming out this week. Uh, yeah, go check all these shows out. Do it. Yeah. Do it right now, this second. That's right. Uh, I myself, Braden Harrington. You can find me Twitter and on Instagram. I am at the Bray D. And I am at Davey Portman. That's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And take your hood off. Ahoy! Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 
21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO. Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone.